Hey y'all, welcome to the Weekender Podcast, a podcast with three best friends who needed an excuse to talk to each other on the weekends. I am one of your hosts, Jay Reese Garcia. A little bit about me is I'm from a small town by the name of Del Rio, Texas, same as these other two guys here with me. Um, currently living in Houston right now. I consider myself a pretty big movie person. Um, I enjoy listening to music, mostly um, rap music. Um, huge sports fan. Uh, Dallas Mavericks and the Cowboys are my two big teams. Um, I don't really venture much more into other sports, um, but I'm really into esports. I'm really excited to start this podcast with these two guys. We've been talking about doing a podcast for so long. Um, so it's nice to be able to just like hit the ground running and start doing it. Um, I'm going to pass over the virtual mic to my co-host, Michael Ponce. All right. What's up, guys? I'm Michael. Uh, did you hear, hear me refer to as Mike? Um, I grew up with Jerry and Carlos. So right now I'm in nursing school. And when I'm not busy with that, uh, I'm usually just at home hanging with my girl and the kids. I like to build things, watch sports, play video games, even though I'm absolute trash at it. Um, and that pretty much sums up my life. So I'm, I'm just going to keep it short and pass it over to uh, our final host, Carlos Nava, a.k.a. OG Necklace. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Nava. Um, some, st- uh, some things that I enjoy are esports, photography, video games, mostly first-person shooters. Um, also, big uh, big sports fan. Uh, I, I sadly follow the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm a huge, huge Spurs fan. And um, those are the two main sports that I follow. Um, I'm also starting up a business, uh, a.k.a. Navstract, that uh, that I'm learning more about and uh, researching more stuff about uh, business and uh, and just how to save money, how to how to use money and how to take advantage of, of money, pretty much. <laughs> so... As we progress throughout this podcast, you'll start to learn more and more about us. Um, some topics will be lighthearted. Some might delve a little deeper into who we are, be a little more introspective. Um, but we'll just try and sprinkle a little something for everyone during your stay here. And this is the Weekender Podcast. So I I wanted to get your thoughts. I kind of gave y'all some homework on a documentary to watch um, called The Social Dilemma. I really enjoyed it personally. Um, a lot of it was kind of information that I was already familiar with, but it was, I don't know, in a way it was a little eye-opening for sure. Um, I just, I wanted to get y'all's, y'all's take on it and how y'all felt about it. The things that really got, I mean, I get it, it was, you know, the documentary. But the way that they played it out with uh, that family, it just makes you see that that's like really how it is. Like the, whenever they had the dinner scene, you know, she made everybody put their phones in the jar. Like my mom used to do that to us. Uh, not put our phones away, but if we got our phone out at dinner, like, we were in trouble. That wasn't that wasn't cool. Um, but I mean, I know like now, it's whatever. You know, like now I'll be at dinner at my mom's house. Now that we're older, and she pulls out her phone. She's on Facebook or something. Or, you know, uh, if we're all just chilling in the living room, pretty much everybody's on their phone unless we're having like a family discussion. It's like your phone is always on you and you're always on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. I I thought it was pretty 
accurate in that aspect, you know? For sure. I mean, for, for me, like, whenever we had dinners, we did like, we kind of, like, uh, our parents never, or my parents never really, like, took our phones away, but they they, they would kind of, like, hint towards, uh, like, a, like, like, for my sister, my sister, she, like, without a doubt, will always have her phone on her, and she'll always have, have, uh, have something open, whether it's Snapchat or whatever, while we eat dinner, and, um, like that, that they would, they would like, I could see how like that was in effect. Cause like I, from like, for me, I'm not really super attached to my phone. I can like put it away. I have no problem leaving it for hours on end. Right. I have no problem just dropping it. But for my sister, she kind of like, she doesn't freak out, but she's just like, kind of like, Oh, like, like that sucks. Right. Like uh, I have to let go of it for however long like dinner is in case like my parents are want, want, want her to want her to not have her phone and actually like speak with us. Cause she, she's usually very quiet and, and and her having that phone it's just like uh, it amplifies that yeah i i would say so from the time they've been home and i've had dinner with my parents i would say my youngest brother's kind of the same way um he grew up with like technology in his hands so when we when it's time for dinner he'll come with his headphones to the dinner table and he'll just like pop on youtube and then like that's it like we don't quiet like he he's sucked in um for me, it's it's a little different, but I would say I'm definitely addicted to my phone and technology. It's something I always have on me. It's something I constantly check, even even though I don't necessarily need to check it. Uh, it's something that, like, I think that's why it was pretty eye-opening for me watching this documentary, because I was like, damn, like, I really have a problem with this. And, like, I wouldn't say my problem is as bad as some of the people that were kind of like they were doing like the I don't even know what you would call it like a reenactment. Yeah, it was it was pretty yeah, exaggerated. Would, yeah, I'd say that. Um, but yeah, I'm seeing that. And I was just like, I don't think it's that bad, but I think, I think I'm kind of like in like the kind of like towards that spectrum of being constantly on my phone or constantly on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like it's gone bad like i don't like being without it i don't like i don't like not checking it i don't like being out of the loop um Mm -hmm. and it can be like little things it doesn't even have to be social media it can be like if i'm in group chats and like um people are like messaging back and forth like i don't like missing those messages i don't care dude like right now i probably have 20 something messages from you guys i have not opened it then when i open it i don't even read them all i just go to the bottom and type what i'm about to send y'all yeah, I, I I would say I think in like in high school I felt like I was that way. I think like I was always like looking at my phone, but I guess now that like uh like I'm out of high school and I don't really like I'm I mean I only talk to you guys and, and a few other people at most, so I, I'm not really like like I don't know. It's just like I'm not too interested in seeing what everyone else is doing. Like I don't know. It's just, I, I I feel like I'm in a different different mindset than I was like in high school In high school, I was like checking everything and, and, and looking at every notification and, and like, just, I guess just like, uh, just like being, yeah, sucked in, it sucked into the social media and seeing what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure what it is for me. Like, like mentally, like I just, I think it's like more, I guess with, when it comes to like group messages and things like that, it's kind of like a a sense of like FOMO, like the fear of missing out on like a joke, even though like those messages are going to be there hours later. Like I want to like be able to intake that 
the moment that that message is being sent. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like, I, I recognize it as a problem. I'm still yeah. like, I don't know, trying to sort my way through this. Leslie, uh, has gotten on my case a lot about being very much addicted to my phone. Um, and you know, she's about to put you in your place, boy. She already has. <laughs> she's gonna help you out, man. That's good, yeah. though. Um, go, like, uh, just to kind of like go into like you're addicted to it. They had said, um, there's only two like corporations that use users as their no, like people who use, you know, and it, and it's drugs and software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like that social was like, media platforms. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, people who. Yeah, yeah, they're called users that are the people yeah, they, who yeah. are taking in in that. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Like, wait, uh, what? That was interesting. Yeah, that was like, oh wow. Like now that you think of it, like, oh yeah, wow, well, yeah. You call anyone, yeah, like someone who's on cocaine. They're like, or not cocaine, but like, uh, like higher higher drugs. Like, uh, you call them users, right? Which is yeah. It was, a, it was a good that was a good little thing to be like it, like how Mike how, how he reacted. It, it's a good little like oh what the hell like takes you back a little bit. Yeah, and then something that was one of the things that stuck out to me in the documentary. Another one was the uh, the little feature that sends you like the most random notifications. Like it'll be like, "Oh, this person is going live on Instagram. Like, check them out." Like they send you those whenever you, they know you haven't oh, been on the app. Yeah, in yep. a while. So it's just mm-hmm. like that's to suck you in. Yeah, they're just tr- they're just throwing they're just throwing paint at the wall and hoping one of them sticks, man, to yeah. get you on the on the on the. Platform. And like, I I never realized like I would always question like why am I getting a notification about this this person I don't even talk to and it's not even in like my circle like going live like yeah, why why, dude, why like, am I getting uh, notified about this? The reenactment how they use his ex girlfriend is in a relationship that was wild. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. I liked how they got into like the uh, I guess like the psychological uh explanation of it they said like you scroll to refresh and that's oh, there's always the intermittent post. reinforcement i was like dude i catch myself doing that at night like i know no one's on but i'm still refreshing it to see like is there anything new is there anything new yeah or anything different I mean, yeah and like nobody's posting that late but i'm still on there like refreshing it yeah and it's just like yeah i think i think it's just crazy um just like these these algorithms that kind of like they know they're kind of like catered to whoever's using them and they're they're very similar in like their foundation and like what their goal is and their goal is to to get you to spend as much time as possible on their app yeah. but they all have very different tactics tactics on how how they reel you in well i, I it's it's I, I guess it's different you know, based off the platform, right? And what the platform has to offer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what varies the algorithms, the famous algorithm, you know, like the YouTube algorithm, the Instagram algorithm and whatever. Yeah. It just, like after after I watched the documentary, I just, I turned off all the notifications on my phone. Like I was just like, I can't, like this is too much. <laughs> like it was just, it was kind of, it was a little overwhelming. And I think like then like, I realized I was just like, okay, like maybe I should, I need to dial it back just a little bit. Mm. Because it's just like, I don't, all these people like talk about like being off the grid and just like deleting on their social media, like platforms. And it's like that, 
that's something like I'm okay with. And that's something I've done before. Um, it's just like, I don't, I don't think that really like addresses like the issue in a way. And it's not like, it's not really something I like, I don't want to go completely off the grid. Like I still want to be very much connected to people. Um, I think I just need to lower the intake that I have. Wow. Oh, yeah, I, re- I, I really yourself. sound like I'm a drug user. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they like they use a little girl to show how she deleted her pictures when they didn't get enough likes. And then like she used all like the filters. Oh, mm-hmm. then they said like a uh, self-harm and suicide increase in, in teen girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, my niece, like Faith, that's crazy. Like, I don't know how into social media she is. I know she's like really big on TikTok. She's always on TikTok, TikTok and Snapchat. She's always doing that. It's like, I don't want to know that she's getting, I mean, I would want to know, but I don't want to find out she's getting bullied or whatever because she doesn't look a certain way to other people her age or, you know, like mm-hmm. they're really judging that hard little 12 year old girl. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I think it's crazy because it's just like those, those things, those kind of like ideals don't necessarily like stop at a certain age. I mean, oh no, like mm-hmm. sure, like it's it's definitely like at its most harmful, like when you're in middle school, like um, the constant like comparisons to like other people and like you're on Instagram, so you see all these um, Instagram like influencers and models, and you're just like, why don't I look like that? Like, and you start to like. I don't know, get get down about, like, your own, like, insecurities. But it's just, like, that stuff doesn't really go away when you get older. Instagram is one of the main reasons why people, like, especially young people today, are caught in this loop of comparing themselves to others and, like, mm-hmm. seeking this this validation from, from their peers and just random people on, on the internet. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's fucked. Yeah, well, Instagram is like that's all the highlights, man. No one, no one puts, not the majority of the stuff on there is not real. It's not really who people are and who like how how it looks to be. It's not they like all that stuff is how they how people want people like it's how someone wants other people to look at them and 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 feel about them. Yeah, for sure. I think another thing that really surprised not surprised me i wasn't surprised like by the end of it but whenever so they're interviewing these like former like executives of these big tech companies and big social media companies and they're just like yeah i don't let my kid use use a phone or use (laughs) social media or anything like that (laughs) i i help make it but yeah i don't let my kid use it it's like yeah they're not they're not on it at all (laughs) Yeah, it's it's because like in the beginning I felt like, uh, or like Instagram and and like all that stuff in the beginning was coming from like a good, a good place. Like they wanted, oh, they wanted like something to have people connected. But it just kind of just spiraled out of control to where it is now. To where like all all the, all the side effects and 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 you're seeing all the issues that that these platforms caused in yeah, the long run. Exactly, because I mean, at the end of the day, they're they're a free a free service to use so the only way for them to make money in the long run is to increase like this foot traffic and 
have as many people on their app mm -hmm. for as long as possible. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just like they're operating with like a profit mindset. And, you know, that's just that's kind of like the way the world is. It doesn't make it right, but they're kind of just like they're they're trying to survive as a business. I thought and I, I've been telling everybody about this. That depending on your location, if you search the same thing here versus across the country, you're going to find two completely different results mm -hmm. because of the people around you who are also searching that thing. Yeah. Like the whole they use climate change, like in some parts of the country you'll find climate change is like a big thing it's it's real it's causing all these harmful things and another part climate change is a hoax climate change is fake it's like what and yeah. they said that's how the flat earth thing started it was this little thing all of a sudden all these people are getting that information so now they believe it yeah. now there's all these people who are flat earthers you know because that's the information they came across not you know the accurate information yeah and i don't think I don't think it necessarily helped when you had very popular people like like Kyrie Irving who kind of spawned this like craze about uh flat earthers cuz he was a big like oh yeah like the earth is flat like I believe it but he was just one of the people that were that were duped during this whole craze Dude I never heard about him coming all I all I had read about was it was him coming out and saying that uh he like he he believed flat Earth, right? He believed that theory. Mm -hmm. I never heard no, nothing about oh he he backtracked. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah, hear nothing they, about that, bro. Nothing. They slid they slid that shit in there, and I was just like, okay, where'd this come from? Like exactly, yeah. Like this ain't this ain't real. Like this man lying. Yeah, for all I know, he could have backtracked on it. I just never heard about it because by then, like it was just like Kyrie's what? Kyrie's done. He's a flat earther. We, we don't. We're not messing with that. No, I see like a my 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 the way I viewed that was like, oh okay, what like it the, the way I viewed that was that it went back into how um where 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 it goes into that the the stuff that goes viral or like stuff that gets more engagements and that the algorithm kind of pushes is is stuff that that is like uh that is like uh it's false info essentially, right? Or is or is like quote unquote clickbait, you know, with, with those striking titles that that don't necessarily um, like the article uh, behind that, it doesn't really follow what the damn title is, right? It's not as as crazy or it's not as ex uh, exaggerated as what the title seems. So I, so when I saw that that he had backtracked, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's why it, that, that him saying him supporting flat Earth was a lot, was going to get more engagements because people are going to be like, what, what the fuck? Like he's flat, he believes that theory, blah, blah blah. So then him backtracking didn't get no traction because like, oh, like that's a reasonable take. So that, that's not gonna that's not gonna be popular, you know. Yeah, it's not gonna sure. get the engagements. Yeah, yeah. That's just it spreads like fire, and then like that's it. No one really cares about if you backtrack on it. It's like whatever's gonna get no the most whatever what what whatever's gonna get the spotlight first. Like that that's gonna that's gonna get the spotlight. Mm -hmm. It's gonna come and go, and then that's it. No one's gonna care. And then, yeah, you if don't you hear you change your mind if you developed a different point of view on something. Like, no, that's yeah, it. that's yeah, that's like that. That's because that's all you hear. Yeah, like, oh, he's flat Earth. Like, to to I saw that that documentary. I don't because I don't I don't think I recall ever hearing anything about him backtracking on on, on that stance. So when I read, well, that was the first time I ever sit, saw, uh, read or saw that he had backtracked from 
from that flat earth. So like how many other people were, you know, were in, my, in the same position that I was in, right? That still thought like, oh, he believes in flat earth. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but like um, at the time, like when I saw the document, oh, he's like, it, it never occurred, occurred to me to check if he ever backtracked on it. I never went back to see if like, oh, does he still support uh, the flat earth theory or, or whatever, you know? So like that, that was just like a very interesting take or very interesting view that I saw. For sure. And now, an important message from our co-host, Nava. Yo, uh, thank you guys for checking out the episode. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, setting some time aside and checking out this podcast. Really appreciate it. And uh, to show love, um, the first three people to go follow Navstract on IG, as well as uh, the Weekender official IG, um, the first three, uh, first three people to go follow Navstract, go and DM me. I'm going to have uh, some designs up on, on the story highlights on the IG page. And uh, just DM Navstrack, and uh, the first people to DM me will get a free hoodie or a free shirt, depending on what you guys want. And uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Much love. And now, back to the episode. Are the boys making the Super Bowl? Stop. Yes. Dude, yes. No. Yes. No, we're not. Yes. Yes. We're not. Why wouldn't we? There's one reason why we wouldn't. Dak. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> Nah. Bro. Dude, our secondary. Okay, the o- the only good thing about our secondary, or oh yeah, okay, yeah, about our secondary is Quandre Diggs. Wait, no, is it Quandre Diggs? Well, Diggs number something. He's he's the DB. We just drafted him. I forgot his dang first name, but Diggs. He that dude. Okay, this next game tomorrow night Sunday when the boys play the Browns. He's getting a pick that game if he plays. I think he's injured or he like had limited uh, practice, but he's getting a pick next game, guaranteed, bro. Guaranteed? I put money on it. Yes, yeah. hell yeah, dude. He, the past three games, the the ball has been right there, bro. He just hasn't been able to, to to reel it in. And I think this next game is 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 gonna be where where it happens. But he he Diggs is the only like good thing about our defense, man. And then well, him and then Alden Smith, because Alden yeah. Smith's been playing out of his mind. Yeah. For sure, yeah. At the where, time, where did Diggs play in college? Damn, wait. I'm not too sure. Wait, is that Stefan Diggs' brother? Yeah, yeah. Or I don't think I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's brother. I know they're related. I don't know if it's uh, brother though. I don't know if it's. Uh, but yeah, at the time of recording, Cowboys are one and two. We lost to the Seahawks last week. Uh, oh, it's Trayvon. It's Trayvon Diggs. He played at Alabama, by the way. Honestly, I, I I personally think that the big issue is is our defense. It was just like the Seahawks, it's a little different because dude, Russell has been been cooking. He there were there was just no Yeah, 14 touchdowns. Yeah, because he had he had five last game. Yeah, he had five, four, so and then 14's not out of reach. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, oh, oh, he I think is the older brother. Oh, Stefan Diggs is the older brother of Trayvon Diggs. Oh, okay. okay. So they're brothers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, like our defense. No one wasn't. No one was gonna stop Russell Wilson. I'll give it that. It's just Bro, that defense isn't like, stopping anybody. Yeah, like we couldn't. We just couldn't keep up. Like it's just like if our defense. No, our, our offense has to carry has to carry more of the load since our defense can't do anything. Hey, but our yeah. offense yeah. is suited 
for that. Yeah, three outstanding wideouts. One of the best running backs in the league. Our O line is is they're a bit banged up, but hey, come on, man, you have three three outside web three like these all these three receivers can be uh top twenty in fantasy, top fifteen, like all three of them. Like come on, bro, like that's ridiculous. How we can't get it done? We had the ball last drive to go down and beat Seattle. Couldn't do it. There's there's uh secondary is absolute doo-doo just like ours so true how, how were we unable to get it done it all goes back to the same thing Dak. i i disagree <laughs> like i don't i don't think Dak is the issue because okay, well, I, it's, I it's still, not the coach is it the coach i mean i don't know yet we're we're three games in like same i man. definitely think like i definitely think the coaching was the issue beforehand because i don't think before Dak was a bad quarterback like he he's put up great numbers as a QB. He's throwing even this season he's throwing for over 60% completion. Like he's thrown so much in the last in the last 3 games. I think he's thrown for more than 300 yards each game. I could be wrong cuz yeah cuz you look at the scores of every game. Yeah, he has to throw that much. Yeah, he threw for Okay, he threw for 200, 266 uh, versus the Rams. He threw for 450 against the Falcons. Yeah, one of the worst defenses in the league. And he threw for 472 against the Seahawks. But that doesn't mean he's good, though. What? 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 It's like garbage numbers, like Kirk, like having a garbage game. I mean, yeah, but like you're even in a garbage game, you're not gonna have someone throw for 472 yards. I, I mean, I, look at the look at the garbage king of oh, Blake Bortles. And who I, do we play? He's who not throwing play one. We play the Rams. Okay, the Rams. That's the only defense. I don't know. They I would say the Rams defense are good, right? That's because I know they got Ramsey, so I respect Ramsey a lot. They got Aaron Donald, one of the on greatest the, on the defensive line. linemen. Yeah. Okay. Outside of that game, outside of that game, I respect like, Dak threw threw well in that. Game. Well, we did awful. But anyways, Dak threw well in that game. Um, but the 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 Seahawks and, and Atlanta. First of all, uh, we should be zero and three because Atlanta handed us that fucking game. And, oh, um, for real. So, like, dude, like, what would you guys be thinking? If we're zero and three, getting stomped on, getting numbers put up on us. I mean, if we're zero and three, it. I would I would probably put that more at fault of the defense and the offense, in my opinion. That's me, because it's just like at the end of the day, you're you can have the greatest offense, but if your defense isn't cutting it, then they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to stop a a college football team. Like, no. Well, an example of that is, was like the Falcons. I think when was it like a year or two ago? I think their offense was so crazy, but that defense was awful. Yep. They they did like we we we're fit to do very well in the regular season, but if when it comes to playoffs, we're gonna get stomped on because the defense can't stop anything. But yeah. and but I also still, think it's because like when the Cowboys are playing from behind, they don't they don't play because they're they're very much like a rhythm offense. They need to get in a rhythm to be able to do well. And if they're not if they're not in that rhythm, then it's just it's all gonna go to shit, and they're never gonna be able to catch up. With that being said, 
I'm not going to fault Dak because Dak has still been playing pretty well. Like I said, said, he's throwing for over 60% completion percentage. Sure, he has a few turnovers, but I would attribute that more to like Mike McCarthy system. Because I mean, like you look at it, you look at Mike McCarthy, he had Aaron Rodgers before. Aaron Rodgers before balled out. He still balls out. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is great. Aaron Rodgers is great. Obviously, in in conversation to be a, the goat, in my opinion. But think so. I think so. I would argue that. I think he's he's up there. Um. But yeah, I think we just need to give the system more time. See what happens with it. Dak hasn't really. I mean, just the offense in general hasn't really made me question their their ability to go out and win games. I'm. Um, I'm just I'm just not going to leave it all on them. I'm not going to blame them and hold them responsible if if they lose the game because at the end of the day like our our defense needs to be putting in the same amount of work. Dude, or at well, least equitable work. Well, I don't know how we have not gone and signed a safety. AK Earl. I feel Tom. like we Oh, what? I feel like but whatever we... happened with that? Wasn't he supposed to come over? The Cowboys. Well, he got he got cut from the Ravens because he threw a punch at one of his, one of his teammates. <laughs> but hey, man, after God, boy, I'd rather after I'd rather God, boy, I'd rather I'd rather have him than get than get four hundred and fifty yards put up on us every damn game. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If we mm-hmm. if we lose tomorrow, we can have this this discussion again next week about Dak losing about. Yeah, because we're playing the Browns. We we have no whoa. That that defense Browns, they, they have, like to get Den- shit on. Denzel like Ward shit on. Okay, <laughs> all right, buddy. No, um, but uh, yeah, if we lose tomorrow, like tomorrow should be a given W for the boys. But if we lose tomorrow, I think questions will be will be coming up. You know, a hey, Dak for Sam Darnold might come in come into the conversation. Oh, Sam you know, Darnold, baby. <laughs> no, no. Dude, we can trade. No, I can't. I I think Darnold's gonna be good. I I don't know why Gase hasn't been fired yet. Dude, once once they get a different coach in there, I I it depends what coach. But dude, I dude, I think Darnold is good, bro. I think he's gonna be good. It just under Gase, there's just no chance, bro. There's Gase is just that bad of a coach. I don't I don't particularly see it personally. I don't think he's a good QB. That could. I'm willing to be proven wrong, bro. I mean, he's throwing to like. Have you seen his receiving core? I mean, yeah, Jeeks. like, yeah, bad, <laughs> not great. Jeeks, man, there's there's no one on there besides like Jamison Crowder, and he just came back from injury. I think. Yeah. Oh, but uh, dude, one thing that came into mind um, was that uh, last year we would we would have Tony Pollard out there. And I think, I don't. I I mean, I may have not. I may, I may be missing out on those plays, but he hasn't been on the field, right? Like as mu- at least as much as last season this year. Um, I remember game one, he was on the field a bit, but I don't think he's been during the Seahawks game. He wasn't on the field like hardly. Dude, like, I I feel like we should, we because he, he dude he's a, he's a good pass catching back, bro. I mean Zeke can do the same, but I think Zeke's bread and butter is is. When you hand it off, and yeah, then, and then you get you get you get TP, 
hit him with a little a little uh um oh my god what's it, what is it a, a little when you toss it to the side damn a screen a screen god damn i couldn't <laughs> think of the dang word i think i think you run a couple of screens with, with tp and then you, you know you hand him the ball a couple times i think he he will bring in that little change of pace of, sure. of like uh, just to kind of throw the defense off because you have zeke out there all the time yeah he's going to demand respect but but you know tony 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 will bring in that that uh that uh like that just like uh what's it got the dang uh i'm like anyway yeah Some go ahead what are you gonna say i can't think of i'm running out of vocabulary apparently right now <laughs> nah i just i think i think what to your point i think it's just again game script we've been down a lot so it's just like we're not we're not able to do yeah, our thing strong. out there so we got to sling it um but i mean who knows this this season might might be coming to a close pretty soon if oh the what? covid breakout the beginning of the season no, dude what? dude tennessee's gotten like every day like two three new uh, like uh new covid uh, positives. positives oh that's what you mean yeah. yeah like that's happening cam cam got tested positive so he's oh, yeah out. i saw that it's a patriots game so they might yeah. like they Bro, might Brian Hoyer, baby is gonna start. They have to, don't they have to like test the whole team now? Uh, well, they're. Yeah. I, I think mean, they, they test everyone regardless. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I think they're playing. Like, I think that game specifically. Um, I think I. I guess uh, depending on what happens tomorrow, will determine. Like, if there's no positive cases tomorrow, I think they're gonna do the game on Monday or Tuesday. But I think yeah. if there's a case that pops up, then then it'll be it'll be postponed. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but I think I think it's a good sign because the Titans played the Vikings last week, and so far, no one from the Vikings has has tested positive. No one. Yeah, so Vikings are good. So it might just be oh. limited to the Titans, like yeah, team. Um, which, Damn, which is good news. It's um, it's spread quick there too, though. Even if just between them. Yep. Um. In fantasy, I just traded for Derrick Henry, so I'm a little scared. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> how are how are y'all fantasy even, leagues going, bro? Man, I'm going three <laughs> in both oh leagues. Three? Yep. bro, he's oh. yeah, in both leagues. Oh, and six. <laughs> oh, and six. And, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. I I came close. I came close. I think in both leagues this last week, but it's just. I think I, yeah, you had two strong weeks. But your opponents just had stronger weeks. Which, yeah, which I'm putting sucks. up numbers. Numbers numbers are being dropped heavy. <laughs> He's putting up jerseys. Yep. Dude, send but, me up put me in the rafters. I'm okay. there. <laughs> He's putting up jerseys, but other people are putting up more jerseys on them. Yeah. Fantasy is so stressful. It, it <laughs> it's it's a lot. That's why I got out. I couldn't handle that stress with everything else going on. Bro, oh, no. hey, hey, but next year you're gonna be in it, right? Uh, yeah, I'll rejoin next year. We're, we're putting a hundred dollars down. Hundred? No, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> 50, Put in like ten. Fifty. Doing fifty. Dude, dude we, we're, I have, we're gonna have careers now, bro. We need bro, a, in like the in the five years I played fantasy, I came in second place once. <laughs> Other than that, I made the playoffs like. Wait, you won once. Never won. No, I lost. I think I lost to you. Damn. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And one year I came second to last, and that's because the other person who came last wasn't even playing half the season. 
Yeah. It'd be like that. Um, Fantasy was so stressful. One last thing I want to say. I saw a tweet. It was talking about the the Patriots-Chiefs game. And it was like, uh, here's a suggestion if the Patriots and Chiefs game gets delayed. Have the Jets forfeit their Week 7 game against the Patriots or have the Jets forfeit their Week 8 game against the Chiefs? Oh, just like... Substitute just like just because the, the, the Jets be taking an L regardless, either of those weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> just just put an L on the loss. Yeah, call. it's like just give them an L and let, let this Patriots Chiefs game go on. Dude, if this game happens Monday, Tuesday, it's gonna be Oyer, bro. Brian Oyer against the Chiefs. Yeah. Bro, he's gonna look hot take right now. He's gonna out throw Patrick Mahomes. I don't yeah, I think he's gonna put him numbers. I don't know if you'll outthrow Mahomes. Bro, it's the it's Bill Belichick way. Dude, it's because, uh, well, well, one, yeah, Belichick, I think, can come up. He'll come up with something. And then, two, that Kansas City defense is just gone yeah. off. In my fantasy, I'm, I'm what? I'm 0-3 I'm and then 1-2. Yeah. With, with, like, no running back or a wide receiver going in the end of this week. Yeah. I just... Dude, I think it's just going to get worse from here, honestly. Dude, the tailgates are going to prevail. Dude, I need a win this week, bro. If the tailgates lose, bro, oh, my God. How many people were in y'all's league in each one? 10 and 12. When we did 12 that one year, that was stressful. That There was nobody in the waivers. No. It's, it's stressful it was, now. It's slim pickings. Slim. Slim. Was that the year I – no, I don't think that was the year I wanted. Uh, and then when we did eight – there was just did... too many people in the waivers. You had too many good players just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and eight, yeah, you didn't know who to play because <laughs> everyone was there. Yeah, 10 is perfect. 12 is... I think 12 is competitive. If everyone... I think 12, 12 is good if everyone's playing. But 12 is also bad when, like, like how all these running backs just went down. And then with COVID, like, this doesn't help, but... Like yeah. you can't find a replacement at all. Like I can't find no running back on the waivers that that that's half decent. Hey, Lakers did a sweep. Feds did a sweep. Yeah, it's just the Heat right now. They're without two two of their main guys in this past game. In this past game, but I mean they lost them during the middle of game one. So true. Yeah. Um, it's it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy against the world, bro. Against yeah. the, the, easily the top three NBA players in the league. Top three? Who's yeah. the third? Well, I'm just saying, like, LeBron, LeBron and AD are. Oh. Caruso. <laughs> Obviously, Caruso. Caruso, first of all. Caruso. It's the Caruso, not the Lake Show, bro. It's the Caruso. Yo, yeah. he was an Aggie, bro. Repping. Is he? Texas, yeah. No way. Yeah. Bro. That guy look. That guy look fifty on the court. He look older than Braun. <laughs> he's only. He's only a. Uh, how old? I think he's only. Yeah, he's only twenty six. Is his hair? Really? Yeah, he's twenty six. Out of college station. Man, balding. Well, didn't didn't LeBron go through like a balding stage too? What? He's bald. He just. He uh, is bald. Paints his hair, yeah, or paints his head. Oh. I thought he went through a stage where he was just like bald, and it was like a big thing where like, oh, he's bald. Yeah, he had like a toupee on, bro. Or he needs to hand- patch over his bald spot in one game. Yeah, he needs to handle it with grace, like my boy Manu. Dude, for real, I think dude that made dude. Oh my god, Manu. <laughs> if Bron did the same thing, I think people would respect that. 
So for real. I mean, you have to, bro. I mean, he's gonna fucking dunk on you and put up a triple double like it's nothing on you. Yeah. I just this like if Bam is out the rest of the finals, like obviously it's gonna be a sweep. One, two. It's just it's just not gonna be fun to watch. Like I'm I'm actually I, I watched the first game. I didn't watch the second game, but it just it doesn't it doesn't look competitive. It's not it's not. I'm also happy I'll be on my nines because I don't have to sit through that fucking beating and watch yeah. that. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Buckets can only do so much, but Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy B. I, I, but I, I think the Heat go out and get somebody now in this offseason. Yeah, gonna, I see it. Another I'm going to get Paul George. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big yikes. Whatever happened to playoff P. Yeah. <laughs> that man, man was a no show in Orlando. Pandemic P made his appearance. Bro, dude, that, that team's in shambles, bro. Yeah. Did the Lego a Doc? Doc was already that man was touched down in Philly the same day signing his oh. next contract. <laughs> Bro, I was I was reading that who's um who's the Rockets coach? Oh uh Mike D'Antoni. D'Antoni. I heard mm-hmm. he might he might be uh he's in talks to replace Doc. With LA, LA. That's a horrible decision. There's, yeah, horrible decision. If that happens, I think these are just rumors and speculation. There's not like any like evidence to back that up. But I don't, dude. I don't see D'Antoni going to a caliber playoff team. Or like, I do. I, who's he, who would he coach? I don't. I don't see him coaching anybody other than the Rockets. Yeah, because. The the rock the Rockets team was made for D'Antoni because that's what D'Antoni's offense is. Small ball, not small ball, but just throwing up two hundred and fifty threes a game. I mean, it's small like, ball. They they don't have a player like over like what? Oh, six, well, this season, this season, yeah, but small ball. The, <laughs> like uh, the seasons prior, they had Capella, which I I think they were they. The, oh my dude, if they, they would have been Harden and Capella would have been so good together. If if they had a a a, go, a coach that coached to to them too, not D'Antoni coaching to fucking y'all just shoot up however many threes you can whenever you have a fucking possession. Yeah, I'm just I'm ready for the off season for the NBA. I'm just ready to see what happens. I don't I'm ready really for the draft, bro. Yeah, I don't really care who who ends up who ends up winning. Nah, the finals, yeah. yeah it's just I'm all the Lakers up. win. It'll kind of just be what was expected since they signed AD. Yeah, well, a lot if of they... people, a lot of people were saying that they didn't have depth. So I guess like Lakers, yeah, that they didn't have any depth because when they because they they traded away Lonzo, Josh Hart. Oh wait, I I got a question. Um, Danny Green, yeah. Washed. He, he played with the Lakers last year. No, he was in Toronto. His first year. He was in Toronto. Then, if he wins, he'll have won at three places too, right? Uh, yeah. Because San Antonio, Toronto, and LA, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. And what does he have to show for it? Fucking miss his his highlights are him missing threes. 
Oh, or he was good that one that one playoff run with y'all, and then that was it. That was it, man. That was a wrap. <laughs> that was his peak. Well, actually, not. It wasn't his peak. Is he's about to get three rings, but hey, for his shooting percentage, that was his peak. Three point shooting percentage. Yeah, I just. God, I don't know. I don't know what happens with the Lakers team after this season. Even if they do win, like I'm not, I'm not familiar with like the the contracts that they all have. Oh, I think, uh, I think they're all like on a on a one or two two year. But um, I think AD resigns because I think he's going to opt out and then get a bigger contract. So they're going to pay him, and then I, I think. I think there's, I think the team will stay together and they're gonna go for another run. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's successful, but no, nah, I don't. We'll... If if we're playing in arenas next year, like how how it was before COVID, pre COVID, I th- I think it'll be a different story. Yeah, obviously the Mavs are gonna be top dogs. They're gonna be up there, man. You gotta respect them. Hey, but hey. Hey, but if the Spurs can get <laughs> look, dude, we can get Victor Oladipo or Buddy Hield. Oh, Buddy Hield. Oh, yeah, Buddy. What do you mean? Ew. That dude shoots. He's twenty. He's twenty plus uh, points per game, shooting a phenomenal from three point range. He hasn't, he hasn't been doing so great, but at least in the bubble. But I mean, what? wait, was he in the bubble? He wasn't in the bubble. No, I think like towards the end of the season. Yeah. Dude, Buddy Hill's fucking Buddy Hill's a shooter, boy. Hey, bro, shooter, dude. And then and then when we draft Denny Avija, Luca clamped up, bro. How you gonna clamp up a goat? Actually, just get now. Dejounte clamps up Luca now. Straight clamps, bro. Let me pull up the stat line. You want me to, <laughs> <laughs> bro? Here, dude. Don't, don't you dare. You're disrespecting DeJounte right now. Okay. If we're talking about who's the better player, there's an obvious answer. Obvi- no, yeah. But, dude, on defense, though, DeJounte's clamping on every... Dude, Luka's getting clamped. Bro, don't you ever disrespect Slovenia like that. Slovenia. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. What, what? Mavericks versus Spurs. Let me see. Drops 38 40. points. Clamps Drops. up. 38 points. He's clamped, dude. <laughs> On the spur. He could have scored 45. No, clamped. Oh, my Another God. Game. Luca flirts with triple-double. 24 for t- 24, 10, and 8. DeJounte was hurt that game. That's why. Wow. <laughs> now, nah, but DeJounte's going, going to clamp him up. Wait, I'd what? Like, I'd like to see him try. Oh, this is 29. Okay, let's wrap it up. So yeah, thank you for listening to the Weekender Podcast. This will be coming out every Monday. We record every Saturday or just every weekend, hence the Weekender Podcast. Uh, follow us on our socials. We only have a Instagram, so we'll post there regularly. Um, it will be at the Weekender Pod. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for listening in. Have a good week. See ya.